Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, great to have your company. Sam Edmund, Josh Jenkins with you on this Friday morning. Well, JJ, Aussie cyclist Ruby Roseman Gannon, she claimed a superb national road title out at Mount Buninyong earlier this month and will be gunning for another early season win down your way, Saturday's Cadell Evans Great Ocean Road Race, of course, a race she finished seventh in last year. And the rider for Jerry Ryan's Aussie outfit, Liv Alula Jaco, joins us uh, on the line from Geelong. Good morning, Ruby, and, and welcome in. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Well, yours is a journey that, oh, geez, I think started at the local velodrome at the end of your street here in Melbourne, and now you're on the world tour. You're racing bikes for a living and, and winning on bikes for a living. It probably doesn't get much better than that, does it? No, it doesn't. It's yeah, I never really expected to actually make a professional career out of it, um, but I've always loved it. So, yeah, I'm a very lucky person, I think. Probably an understatement to, to suggest you must be delighted with your form. I mean, is this as good as you've ever felt? Are you at the, the peak of your powers right now? You must feel amazing. Yeah, I'm in pretty good form. I put in a pretty big lot of work over the summer when I got back from Europe, Um but I've got also a big year ahead, so I'm probably not top, top yet, uh, but I'm going well, and, yeah, I'm pretty excited for the race on Saturday. Can I ask you about the national champs earlier this month? I mean, you'd been going there for, well, for several years. Uh, I, I mentioned, um, you know, some of those finishes that you've had there in recent times to actually break through and, and win in the manner that you did. I mean, that must have taken a period of time to sink in for you, I'm sure. Yeah, I think it's still sinking in. Um, I called last year the curse of fourths because <laughs> I had a lot of fourths fourth places and I had come fourth in the last two years at national champs. So yeah, it was um it was pretty special to finally break through and yeah, finish the race with yeah, the win. So still still sinking in I think a bit. Uh Ruby, Josh Jenkins here. Uh congrats on uh everything that's uh, happening for you at the moment, and good luck uh, down there in Geelong. I'm just interested, I guess, running, uh, cycling, and swimming, three sports that I think more so than any other, completely about uh, the, the, the mental aspect of the sport. It's I guess you, you've got to battle mentally as much as you do physically uh, when you're on the bike. Just talk to us about that, how you overcome that, and, and, and I guess some of the challenges you can face when you're when you're climbing hills or, or you're just uh, having a day where you're not feeling your absolute best, what sort of things can you go, go to and do in your mind to, to, uh, to be able to get through and, and, and still compete at your absolute best? Yeah, I think the mental aspect is like a huge, huge one. I think for really anyone doing anything that's hard, um, it's, it's a big one. 
I think for me personally, I try and bring myself back to the present moment and like the immediate goal. Um, a lot of the time in cycling races, it can be pretty scary with crashes and sort of a dangerous scenario where you can kind of just get overwhelmed with that um, feeling. But what I try and do is focus on exactly what I need to be doing, which is usually moving up. So in the peloton, like getting to the front mm. and just really focus on that. And then when it's really hard, I just like literally try and block everything else out and um, accept the pain and yeah, focus on the top of the hill. So when you've got, you know, however many kilometers it is to go or 50, 60, 70 kilometers still ahead of you, do you, do you, do you pre-plan, do you sit down the, the night before the morning of and, and, and break the, the race down into, you know, 10 K blocks? Do you do things like that so that the enormity of the task doesn't, get on top of you and you don't spend all your energy, emotional energy thinking about how much work you've still got to go? Yeah, to be honest, it goes pretty fast, but we do break it down into three phases, like the first phase, second phase, and then the final. Um, And usually if you're a rider going for a result, the first and second phase, you need to sort of relax. And sometimes I find it difficult to have the patience to not Mm. use up too much energy early. Um, But that's something that, I'm definitely working on. And then the final is when it gets really exciting usually. And, you know, there's attacks going and you've got to make some high-pressure decisions. Ruby, basically as a cyclist, well, as a pro cyclist especially, you got to love to hurt. There's no other way. You don't get success without pain. So where does that come from for you? Uh, I think, I guess, like, when it's pain and it feels negative, like you have to do it, it's never enjoyable. <laughs> But when it's pain and you choose to push yourself and you see it as like a power, I think that's that's one of the best things. Like I don't always enjoy my interval sessions, hmm. but afterwards when I've had a really hard session and I've pushed myself harder than I thought I could, I think it's probably one of the most satisfying feelings I've ever felt. How many hours a week would you put in in a peak training phase? Like particularly in the lead up to the Aussie summer, which you've clearly targeted uh, and lead up to the nationals. What are, are we talking 20 hour weeks, 25 hour weeks? Well, how many hours are you putting in during the week? Yeah, usually between 20 and 25 hours on the bike and then two gym sessions. And then I've been doing um, some heat adaptation training as well. So it does sort of add up a bit time wise, but uh, it's, it's worth it for sure. Yeah. You might not have to uh, tolerate too much heat down there in Geelong. It doesn't get super warm in, <laughs> that, kind. in that part of the world. But um, what, what, what sort of, what type of explain uh, what you face when you tackle the Geelong circuit? It's uh, can be occasionally windy down in that part of the world. I live down there. It's uh, certainly uh, nice and hilly as well. So what does the uh, Geelong circuit throw up at you? Yeah. So it, um, it has a few undulations early on in the race. Um, and then we sort of go along Great Ocean Road, which is one of the most beautiful places to ride your bike. Um, and then we come back into Geelong and we do circuits of Chilambra Hill, which is a very steep sort mm. of one kilometer climb. And from then on, it sort of just breaks apart. And the final, I think, is really exciting because there's seven kilometers between the top of the hill and the finish. So you have riders that are a bit smaller and can climb really fast that get up the climb first and then you have a group behind and depending on the composition and the tactics of who's where and the chances of who can win uh, that that determines sort of 
whether the groups come back together or not. So, yeah, 143-kilometre circuit, of course, for the women tomorrow at Ruby, as you know, and, and two circuits of uh, of the Geelong suburbs, I guess, and two ascents of Shalambra, which, uh, yeah, from personal experience, is a nasty oh, beast there in the suburbs a of, of Geelong. Absolutely horrific climb, especially at the end of this tomorrow, Ruby. So will you be a protected rider tomorrow? Clearly the girls will be will be in for you. What, what's the plan? Yeah, I will be. I'm probably not a pure climber, so I will be probably chasing... From behind, um, and that's sort of what happened last year. We didn't quite catch the two away, and we were riding for third in that group. But yeah, I will be, and I think our team's going really well. We've got quite a good climber um, from New Zealand here, and Ella Wiley. So I think between the six of us, yeah, we're pretty excited, and we're pretty keen to go for the win. So for those looking to get along and, and watch this, uh, there will be thousands doing so, where would you advise the best viewing spot? Would it be at the top of Shalambra there? Would you get yourself to the waterfront? You know, you're speaking to us with some tactical nows here. If you were looking for most bang for buck uh, to get along tomorrow, where would you plonk yourself? I think Shalambra Hill would be pretty good. Um, also, if you can give me a push while I'm riding up there, I'd really appreciate it. So, and, then, um, and then straight on the plane to Europe afterwards, is it? Or when do you get back over there? Yeah, I'll spend about a week or so in Melbourne um, at home. And then I will be in Europe pretty much for the rest of the year. So should be a good year, I think. Well, it's an Olympic year as well. So where does Paris potentially sit in your reckoning? Yeah, I'm pretty excited to try and go for it. We only have three spots, so it's definitely going to be competitive because of the depth in Australian women's cycling at the moment. Uh, But, yeah, all I can do is be my best and started the year all right, and I think I'm going to just keep trying to do that. Ruby, for aspiring cyclists out there, those uh, cycling is a sport where (laughs) – like golf, I reckon a lot of uh, people uh, dress the part, look the part, but they just aren't the part like you are, Ruby. Uh, my co-host Sam, he fancies himself on the uh, on the bike. What's what does he need to do? He's a, I think he's a good cyclist, but he's not a great cyclist. Have you got one piece of advice for him? Is it the mental aspect? Does he need to just toughen up mentally? What mm. what 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 Too piece soft. of advice would Too you soft. give Sam if he can just make the leap from good to very good? I would say, um, well, I've never been a cyclist that really cares what bike I ride or what I look like. Um, But I would say my best advice is the heaviest weight you lift is the front door a lot of the time. And I feel like (laughs) a lot of the time you don't feel like going out for a ride or a run or whatever. But if you can just get out the front door, often you'll feel so much better afterwards. There you go. Just force yeah. it through, JJ. Right. I reckon you should take up. that take I that did. advice as I well. Was Six AM spin class yesterday. <laughs> Boy, very nice. I can get graduate from the spin to the road, and we'll Real make bike. a cyclist out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get that hundred kilo frame of yours up Shalambra. Geez, you'd have to put some serious. Yeah, watts Ruby, to get are there up any are there any uh, cyclists on the tour at one hundred and ten kilos? <laughs> oh, I think probably not quite. Uh, <laughs> maybe in the men's there'd be someone over ninety, but Ooh. I think, yeah. Yeah, it, there is a big range in body 
sort of shapes inside. I think it's pretty cool. It does make your eyes water, Ruby, how many watts JJ would have to push to get up Mount Buninyong on every circuit of the national championships uh, to keep up with you lot. It would be a frightening figure. But uh, nevertheless, he's at home on the flatlands and he's making a good fist of it on the spin I'll bike. I'll be watching. I uh, live in Geelong. I'll uh, be there. I'll be there too. I can't wait to watch it, Ruby. We wish you uh, all the best. You've had an amazing summer so far and hopefully the best is yet to come tomorrow. And good luck back in Europe and obviously building up to all things at the Olympics, hopefully for you. Thanks so much and thanks for having me. There's Ruby Roseman Gannon there, newly crowned national cycling champion at Corsa earlier this month. And it all started on the velodrome out at Brunswick. Now she's on the world tour. I like tour. that. What was it? The heaviest weight is the front door. Yep. Not bad. Yeah. That, that, that's not just in cycling. No, that's it. That's a life lesson. Isn't it? That is a life lesson. So if you want to get there. along, uh, the women are on tomorrow. And the men are on Sunday. And the men do three circuits around Geelong. So you get good value there. If you're going to go down yeah. and have a watch. I'm thinking, because we live really close to the Eastern Gardens. So I might take the kids. They buzz around the Eastern Gardens, surely? Mm, no. No. They, yeah. they, they go out that way. But right. then you won't see them again until the finish on the waterfront. Right. So I just need to go to the waterfront. Well, they do three circuits. So they will they will do laps around the waterfront. And then the finish is down there as well. But Eastern Gardens itself, I think, just outbound. And that is it, JJ. But, yeah, good, cheap fun for the family. Absolutely. All right. It's time for this.